What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 148th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and revolving cast today, I have Will. Hey, Steve, guess what I did last night? Uh, something. I bought a Wii U. Congrats. All right, that's my news. Move on. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) News is over. Second segment. (laughs) Uh, that delightful laugh you heard there was Jay, who hasn't been on in quite some time. So my original plan was to come on the show today and make a long, tangential, and funny intro, similar to the long, tangential, funny intros we know Travis for doing. Then I realized I am neither witty enough nor funny enough to do that, so instead I'm just going to make a funny noise for y'all. Here I go! Yeah, Travis isn't either. (laughs) (laughs) so that funny noise is par for the course uh jay just because you haven't been on for a while uh who are you i'm a guy i do things um no i originally did the concept corner series for the pokemon podcast like a hundred million years ago then i did a series called shadow gemstones for a while which was cool and then i stopped doing it because i realized i wasn't actually good at writing it (laughs) (laughs) Oops, Um, I I forgot the whole be good at writing thing. Um, But no, and since then I've been doing a lot of stuff for HeyPoorPlayer.com, which is a cool game website, and I'm kind of working on some stuff for the Pokemon Podcast again in my spare time, so uh, keep your eyes peeled for that if you like fan fiction and things that are better than older fan fiction that I wrote. And and that's me. That's my life story. (laughs) That's all I got. Sweet. And finally, we have Saul. Hi. I don't have a long-winded thing like the other two. (laughs) <laughs> and I can't follow Will's Wii U news, so. You Hi. do have a girlfriend. Congratulations, Saul. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. This episode I mean, unless is she's not really a girlfriend. <laughs> I believe I mean, Saul you know, used the term lady friend on his Twitter. That's true. That was the term I used, lady friend. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Some girls do not like that term, I found out. Just, I mean, to each their own. But but this is a Pokemon show, not a lady friend show. I don't know what kind of show what? this is. I'm on the wrong show, see you guys later. <laughs> so for, for today, what we have is not a whole lot in regards to Pokemon news, uh, but we will start the show off with some E3 news. I figure that most of our listeners are casual enough or like Pokemon enough to also like Nintendo a lot. So we're going to focus on the Nintendo E3 stuff, uh, which will then wrap into some Pokemon news because there was quite a bit of Pokemon news there for, uh, for it being E3. So we'll just go over that. I do have like two side news articles, but nothing that could really grasp 20 minutes of time. So we'll do some E3, we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll talk about all the Pokemon stuff at E3. Uh, We'll take another break like always, and then we'll wrap up with Pokemon of the week. So without uh, any hesitation, let's go right into some news. It's the first bit of news, again, really small, but uh, if you completed your Pokedex on your Google Maps app, which was getting all 50 Pokemon... Uh, I believe there was 51, but you only needed to get 50. Uh, Google started to send out their little uh, congratulations master trainer forms. It's just like an envelope with a business card with your name on it, and that's about it. But uh, I don't know if any of you completed that Google thing. I forgot it existed entirely. Yep. 
I didn't even do it at all, even though like 200 people came running to my office and they're like, oh my god, did you see there's Pokemon on Google Maps? <laughs> <laughs> I hope they all said it in that exact voice. You should meet the people I work with. <laughs> that is exactly how they talk. And I was like, I'm sorry, do you see me actually doing the actual work of Georgetown University here? I don't have time for Pokemon during business hours. <laughs> well, it was popular enough that they extended it quite a bit. This was, for, for our listeners who don't know what we're talking about, on a day or two before April Fool's, for April Fool's, Google and Pokemon partnered together and put Pokemon in Google Maps so you would just explore Google Maps and click on these Pokemon to pick them up. And they were usually around like big areas like the Eiffel Tower or the Statue of Liberty or uh, the Sydney Opera House. There was 50 different ones, and then I think once you got all 50, Mew appeared and you could find Mew, so there was technically 51. But uh, apparently Google sent out a little uh, business card thing that said that... I don't know how many business cards, probably just four or five. But if uh, if you're a listener and you got it, let us know because that's cool and that's I guess news, right? Pokemon. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Twitter was all over that, and I was just like, uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and play my actual Pokemon games. <laughs> it it was like cool at first, but for like ten minutes, and then it got super tedious because yeah. they started yeah. repeating Pokemon everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this is the seventh Pikachu I found, and it just doesn't do anything different. I just need four more, and I'm sick of looking, so <laughs> bye. I, I can't think of any more monuments or famous locations around the world to look at. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> On Monday, June 9th, we put out an article on the site for Mega Monday. It's been a while, but we got another Mega Monday for you guys. Uh, with some cool artwork, like all our Mega Mondays have. Uh, this that past Monday was Minetric, or should I say Mega Minetric? <laughs> and it's a. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to read the article because otherwise, you guys won't go to the site. And the point of me mentioning this article is for you guys to go to the site. <laughs> but if you don't like to read, there's at least some pretty cool artwork of a Minetric battling a Mewtwo. So I would check that out on PokemonPodcast.com. And the article, let me get this right, the article was written by Logan, who's an artist, but artist by some other dude. Arted? The yes. artist by Artified. some other dude? Uh, but, but. Yeah, it's, uh, so Logan, who's been on the show, he runs a website called Down Plus A, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And him and Russell both do a comic strip and run that site, and they both did this. A collaboration article together. Um, it says my name at the bottom. I did not write it, but I do have to switch that over to Logan. Uh, my writing is uh, below subpar. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to take credit for other people's writing because I'm not good at it. Uh, otherwise, that's pretty much all we have there. No new Lego Pokemon or anything else to talk about. So. <laughs> Lego. Those Lego Pokemon last time, I could have showed you like five different people who've made such better Lego Pokemon than yeah. those. Well, what's funny is like I felt like when I started the show three or four years ago, we also talked about Lego Pokemon. It's like when it's a slow slow news week, you gotta grasp onto something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Pikachu is Japan's World Cup mascot, so... Yep. Oh, that is true. But Japan <laughs> lost last night. So are uh, they out altogether? 
Is it, uh, is it one and done? I have no idea how the World Cup works. Yeah, no. I don't idea. know if it's like baseball where you play 32 games. No, I think at this point in the World Cup, it is one and done. Yeah, out is out. Because they were... I, the only reason I know this is because I was at a restaurant showing the World Cup, and I was like, oh, Japan's on. Uh, but they were tied for quite a while, from what I remember, and then whoever they were versing, Costa Rica or something, scored a goal at the last second. <laughs> That's my knowledge of soccer. Goals. They're called goals, right? They scored yep. a sure. goal? Yep. Well, you, you know that uh, Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they hit the ball out of the park with that uh, reference. Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. But that was a baseball joke that I just made, so. Never mind. Great. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> uh, okay, so E3 happened. Uh, the biggest inner biggest thing for video games, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. And on Monday, we had Microsoft and Sony went, and neither of them showed anything Pokemon related, so we're going <laughs> to... Move, just, uh, just a big shocker i think uh, everyone was expecting a lot more <laughs> well you know somewhat related i was really surprised that neither of them showed anything katamari related i mean how many years do we have to go without another katamari game <laughs> yeah I mean, we're sure the last guardian was supposed to show up this year too right guys hey that game exists uh <laughs> i mean more. both their press conferences were pretty uh pretty gray and brown they weren't very colorful yeah. yeah, they both had their moments. Like uh, Microsoft, I actually kind of liked both of them. Microsoft had that Sunset Sunset Overdrive game, which is looking really cool. And um, oh, what Sony have? Sony had Little Big Planet three, which uh, if you're a Little Big Planet fan, that one I guess is bringing a lot of new stuff to the table. Yeah, Little Big Planet's cool. cool. Yeah, because they got all the new characters in it and stuff. Grim Fandango, though. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, people freaked out over that. Yeah, yeah. Uncharted 4 got announced, which I still need to play 2 and 3, but that was kind of cool. I, I like how uh, how Sony's, they started just going into HD stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, we have uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 coming to PS4. That's somehow worthy of its own trailer at E3 <laughs> for a game that came out last year. You know, people like people like stealing cars, man. It's true, it's true. It's because I can't do it in real life, I gotta do it in a video game. Well, you can do it in real life. You just got to be a little more adventurous. Oh, I know, especially where you live. I mean, it's expected out there. (laughs) The Midwest. Car stealing Midwest. Uh, Nintendo's uh, digital event, as they called it, took place the next day on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is where we'll be focusing most of our conversation. But they opened up with, uh, like, is it robot chicken clay animation? Now, was that really robot chicken or was it just mm-hmm. I, I yeah, think no, it, they, it was the they exact partnered same up stuff. with robot chicken okay yeah. they did then that was amazing by the way like that whole um that whole live event felt like a saturday morning kids wacky variety hour show like it was just so good i don't know i, I really had a good time watching that featured yeah. a great fight scene between iwata and reggie yes, yes that was fantastic <laughs> um that uh that fight scene led into super smash brothers <laughs> mm-hmm. Which they announced Me Fighters, 
right? Yeah. Uh, Which like, I didn't like at first, but it's being handled better than I thought it would be. So since uh, we are not getting Ash Ketchum in Smash, <laughs> uh, you can now make him in me form. Yep. And he could be a gunner, he could be a sword fighter, or he can be a, whatever they call it, fighter, brawler thing. Brawler. There's no, like... Uh, no talent class that Ash would fit into, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there are there is some news that actually remind me when I mentioned Ash. Uh, they did add, I don't know if we talked about this last week, they did add more episodes of Pokemon to Netflix. They did. They added the Orange League for the uh, first generation. So season yeah. two, I guess, my air quotes here. And then they added like 45 more episodes of Black and White, which was... Uh, Rival Destinies, I believe, is that the second part of Black and White, uh, where like the first part of Rival Destinies is he's battling uh, Eliza, Elisa, Electric Lady. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that show's gotten worse as the more I watch it. No, <laughs> no. Well, I I would actually say the beginning of the Unova series is better than the way that it came to an end. But the turning point is really the whole Meloetta sequence. After that is when it really goes downhill. But Mm -hmm. I would definitely say if you're not watching the Kalo series, you're really missing out because it's really good. Yeah, I I really like like it. Some of the best that show has ever been. It's the whole the whole fact that the female trainer and I like kill me because I can't remember her name, but she's Serena, a girl. So. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, that she's got, like got a really like strong personality, and then some of the episodes actually don't focus on Ash, and they'll focus more on her. Make mm-hmm. it a little better, more. more she's more than just a sidekick. Yeah, that's uh-huh. cool. That's cool. Yeah, I really liked the the first part of Black and White that was on Netflix because they kind of ended that with uh, that little like mini tournament that had like eight players and pretty much everyone you met up to that point. Yeah, and then I don't know, I I don't know if it like it stood out to me more from like taking a break and then starting Rival Destinies, but Oshawa just like getting out of his Pokeball and demanding to battle everything is really getting old. <laughs> And it's just like, ugh, I'm I'm over this. Like, Ash has so many Pokemon, and a- Oshawa just pushes himself into these battles. And of yeah, course, that's true. That's and of true. course, he won't evolve. And then what? I think what really bothered me is when Ash loses to uh, Eliza or Eliza, and the second time they rebattle, he just brings one Pokemon with him. He just brings Palpatode. <laughs> and then when Palpatode Palpatode gets knocked out, he runs back to the Pokemon Center to get another two Pokemon. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't understand your your thought process. Oh, and then, because he sends out Snivy, he tries to use Attract on Emolga, and then forgets that Snivy is a girl, and Emolga's <laughs> a girl. And he's like, I forgot my own Pokemon's gender because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he does much better in Kalos. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I think that much whole better. episode was like my the downfall of Rival Destinies. I just was so frustrated. <laughs> but I'll probably keep watching because it's good background TV. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. actually, now that I'm thinking about it, when they are closing out the Universe series, so like the whole end stuff, I didn't even pay attention to. That got weird and annoying. But um, 
when they're on the boat traveling from Unova back to Kanto, that's actually a good, like, it's, it's a nice send-off for that part of the series. Hmm. Is Rival Destinies the last part of it, though? Or is there uh, one more black so. and white? No, I think there's another season, but I can't remember what it's called. Hmm. Hmm. All I know is everyone said it got worse after they introduced N into it or whatever happened with oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, season definitely. N or whatever. Which, that's really sad that it got worse after they introduced, like, one of the coolest characters in the games. <laughs> It just makes me sad. Yeah, that would it make got sense weird. Huh. So. If there was like a, one more series because he's only at gym four at the beginning of the second series. Mm. So does it end with like a big tournament like the or does it end with like the Elite Four? Or does he not make it there? What do you mean by end? Like, like the end of the universe series? Yeah. It ends with him getting on a boat back to Kanto. But does he get all eight badges? Oh no, they do the oh. He gets he gets all ten of them right because he gets the poison girl and the water girl from Black. Well, and no, because they oh, no? he was gonna go. Watch me get this completely wrong, right? <laughs> he went to the ice gym, right? Okay. And then he was gonna go to the dragon gym, which obviously they can't do because Iris was with him. So yeah. uh, they and I don't know for whatever reason they didn't want to do Drayden as a gym, so they were like, oh, it's closed. And then they did the side trip to someplace else, and then they went to the poison gym, and I think. Was that his eighth badge? It would have been by that I think point. That yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, but and, then, and didn't they have the water guy as well at some point? I thought I saw they did him in there, but it okay. was somebody else who had a battle with him. Right, oh, okay. they met a kid on the road who was like, "Oh, I'm going for my first gym badge," and then he went and did the water battle. Um, but yeah, not not a good resolution to that series. I think they just kind of <laughs> lost their focus. Hmm. Budget cuts. No, there are no budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's funny, it's thing, funny right? because uh, Skype kind of skipped there when you said that. So it sounded like you said butt cuts. But, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, there, there's actually some hope that the Kalo season might be really good because they might just make it one or two seasons and then go back to Hoenn. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right? And not yeah. have this, like, because Black and White was really drawn out to cover two sets of releases of games. Now, in the anime, when Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver came out, did they really do anything to acknowledge those games in the anime? They, they had the protagonists from uh, Heart, Gold, Soul Silver oh, right. show up in the anime. So they That's had Red? Right. <laughs> you don't play as Red in Heart, Gold, Soul Silver, Steve. <laughs> Steve, you didn't even know Red existed in Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver until I told you. Whoa, uh, whoa. But no, because I, I remember spoiler. when I <laughs> Uh, I remember when Fire Red and Lee Green came out, what they actually did in the anime was have a battle frontier in Kanto that they went to, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And so I was want, like doing some grander thing based on the games that are out like that. That would be kind of cool. I'm curious what they do with Hoenn, if anything. Because Hoenn. As we all know, if you have read Shadow Gemstones, I'm the one guy on the Pokemon podcast who loves Hoenn. The one and only. <laughs> That's certainly not me. <laughs> I've never even played a Hoenn game. So uh, fired, terminated. I, I think I think you're probably going to be playing the better ones by playing uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, but we'll get there because they had a trailer at E3 too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like my brain's skipping on what else was shown at Nintendo's yeah. thing. We had Splatoon. Uh, Splatoon. Splatoon. Splatoon looks great. Yeah, Splatoon. I feel like was my game of the show. It yeah. was like the yeah. one that yeah. surprised me the most and the one I'm most excited for. 
Yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, last night I did an episode of the Hey Poor podcast, the other podcast I do, and we all agreed there too. Yeah, Splatoon by far. Everyone's saying that. Besides that, there was also um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. I don't know if anyone here played Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii, but that was an awesome RPG on the Wii, it just which not enough people played. Looks like a Monster Hunter with mechs, and there's only see, there's only one Monster Hunter in my life, and that is Monster <laughs> Hunter. Yeah, see, that's what everyone says. Looking at Xenoblade Chronicles and this new game, they're not like that at all. Like, if you actually so, play them, they're really not. My question about Xenoblade is: Is that the game that was like released in Europe, but for whatever reason they weren't going to release it in the states? Yes. Really long yeah. Time. If you've uh, if you've heard of Project Rainfall, what it was was um that game and the last story, which was a, a game by the creator of Final Fantasy, and a game called Pandora's Tower were all really really cool, interesting Wii RPGs that hit Japan and then later Europe, but were never planned to come to America until enough people on the internet yelled about it, and eventually they said, "Okay, fine, here is your American release." That's pretty much how that went down. Mm-hmm. And now that never worked for Mother Three. I know. <laughs> kind of, that's kind of part of what got Bravely Default released here too later on. So, oh, terrible game! <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not though. It's a terrible demo for a great game. That is true. Any, that's very true. That's uh, like that's, spot see? on. Well, that's that what killed it for crap. me because I only played the demo and I played it for about uh, half an hour and I was like, I can't figure this out and there's no instructions. Delete. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> if you can never play the actual game, play the actual game, please. I beg of you. What's What's rough is like once. If you complete the demo and you go to the regular game, you're like, the, I, I know how to play. Just stop holding my hand. <laughs> so was Nintendo the only company, because I really wasn't paying that much attention to E3, uh, that did the nightly, like, here's some more stuff we want to talk about with their treehouse yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I think, what like gave them the edge was, was doing that treehouse stream all day, both days after their... Uh, their video and it was See, it was fantastic that's you know what that's one thing i kind of like about nintendo over sony and microsoft is nintendo is like we love video games like we love games and gaming and we're about that and enjoying that life and promoting that where sony and microsoft are like this is a portion of our business so we'll yeah. spend one keynote on this and then that's <laughs> forget it for the rest of the week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just like a division of the company. So it's good yeah, to they, see they... that Oh, sorry. It's good to see that Nintendo and Twitch have a good relationship and partner mm-hmm. together. And at points the Nintendo Treehouse was getting more viewers than the regular E three Twitch stream. Yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah, it was like Sony. Sony had a thing with around 2,500 viewers, while Nintendo stuff had, I think, multiple hundred, multiple tens of thousands. Yeah, it was like 4 p.m. on Tuesday. Well, before the Smash stuff, well after the E3, and uh, their Twitch stream still had like 2 million viewers, just like watching like Bayonetta 2 or Yoshi's Woolly World, Jeez. and just like all... Because they, they were doing like 5 minutes of each game, and then moving on 5 minutes of this game, and then they were just... They kept moving on, but like, like me, like I was one of those two million. I was just like, I'm just gonna have this on all day and just at least listen to it and start watching if something sounds interesting. Yeah, one yeah. of my coworkers actually uh, told me that they were gonna buy a Wii U just for Yoshi's Woolly World, and I was like, <laughs> is that really a console seller? <laughs> yeah. Wow, from the one guy. No, Incredible. it's a girl. 
Uh, okay, that she's part of my knitting group, so she's kind of like, I love Yoshi and I love yarn, and <laughs> <laughs> that was... I actually. I actually bought the Wii U because of uh, of Bayonetta because they uh, they're going to include the original Bayonetta with Bayonetta two, right? And yeah. I just got a taste of that game um, with uh, when I was visiting Jared one time, and I really like it. So that for me was a console seller. Yeah, really Bayonetta that game. Yeah. I just uh, I I get a lot of I've gotten a lot of flack on it for Twitter, but I I never liked Devil May Cry so as. So watching Bayonetta, I just like don't get the appeal. And even if I liked Devil May, like if even if I liked those kind of games, I could, I I can't see myself playing it. But like I just know I wouldn't like it regardless of how good the story or the content is. It doesn't make you laugh. Nah, not really. She like reminds me of like Sarah Palin when I like. <laughs> uh, I mean, actually, she kind of reminds me of Sarah, your sister. No, with the glasses, right? No, Sarah's like no, too no, short. No. Now Steve said Sarah Palin, and I'm seeing it too. Oh no, absolutely, I agree, one hundred percent. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> I can't unsee this horrible thing. An actual like feminist, witty Sarah Palin. Oh no, <laughs> who uses her hair to kill. <laughs> <laughs> but it I mean it does look cool like some of like how monsters are super over big I just just not my type of game uh, yeah it, it's you have to be someone who really likes just extremely over the top stuff that's very one over the top but two also takes itself way too seriously sometimes that that kind of weird balance of stuff I guess I don't know it's hard to explain that game but but but, but even in that way it's it's like funny it makes you laugh because it's yeah. so ridiculously stupid Stupid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the graphics are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They are very yeah. impressive. Um, very smart on their part to pu- to package both one and two together. I felt. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm yeah, sure it cost them nothing to throw that game in there. That I mean, that was the combo that got me to finally buy a Wii U. Was the fact that one, I could get the Wii U for two hundred dollars, which is about the price point that I'm willing to pay. And two, in October, I'll be able to get the full Bayonetta series on the Wii U, as opposed to like having to get a PS whatever number to play version one, and then the Wii U to pay, play version two. I mean, I got a Wii U for a remake, so I should have talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wind Waker. I got a Wii U at launch. Don't think I had anything I actually liked for it until Wind Waker HD came out a year later. You had that sweet Nintendo land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That... that. Assassin's Creed 3 port that for some reason I was really excited to play on Wii U specifically. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they showed Yoshi's Woolly World, but they didn't show anything with the gamepad, I don't think. I mean, besides being another Yoshi game. Um, that was a console seller for Will's co-worker. Uh, <laughs> they also showed Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, uh, which is just like Kirby's Canvas Curse that was on the DS. Mm. Uh Instead of being made out of yarn, it was made out of clay. That that whole trailer yep. just felt like, hey, guys, we got to get this out of the way. Let's just do this so we can move on to things we actually want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're pumping, they've, they've pumped out a lot of Kirby games lately. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Triple Deluxe, yeah. Yeah, and then they had one last year, too, I thought. The Wii one, yeah. The Wii one's good, though. I like the Wii one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else they had. They had We, we mentioned Splatoon, but... For those that didn't see or know what Splatoon is, it's uh, made by Nintendo's EAD team, one of their EAD teams, which are those teams are the 
teams that normally do Mario Kart or Animal Crossing, like the big Nintendo games. Yeah. This is done by one of their younger teams. Uh, I believe most are American. If I, I, I could be wrong on that, but uh, it's pretty much Nintendo's first mainstream shooter, except it's not really focused on killing the each other, uh, killing the each other's team. It's based on getting as much ink as possible on the map. And it's four versus four online. Apparently, there's a single player, but they didn't show that. Uh, but the catch is, besides shooting ink everywhere, you can turn into a squid and hide in the ink or use the ink for faster travel um, to do what you need to do in said four versus four matches. Yeah, and we saw like an ink sniper rifle and an ink rocket launcher and ink grenades. Like it, it just looks like they're really going all out to make this really fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I think it's awesome for people who are also intimidated by shooters or don't like shooters because they're bad i mean yeah i feel like there's a lot of experiences where you you die you finally respawn and then you spend most of the time running to the center to die again and do it over and that's no fun for anyone uh but in this kind of game because uh killing people doesn't really matter uh you can use your ink to just cover the area of your base or next to your base you could pretty much say like hey i'm gonna hang hang back and take care of this you guys you know do what you need to do and you're still contributing to the team you're still helping out um without having to worry about running to the center and just dying and trying to do it over again so um, yeah that's very cool i think yeah, definitely. I think what it is is Nintendo finding a way, because like, shooters are a thing that people say, oh, Nintendo doesn't have any of this kind of genre of games. This is too hardcore for them. This is Nintendo finding a way to get into that market without making it too un-Nintendo. Like, with, with, with managing to keep it their sort of family-friendly way of making games, but keep it actually fun and interesting and charming. And all the Squid Girls are friggin' adorable, by the way. Yes. Yeah, they are. Um, I was that actually weirdest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> Those squid, squid girls, girls are adorable. Um, the kids next door. The kids. Girls. I thought kids next door right <laughs> when I saw that. I'm yeah. surprised that you couldn't use your Mies because the Mies have been incorporated in almost everything. But at the same time, I'm glad to see like possible new character franchise emerge out of this. Yeah. So we'll see them cool. in Smash Bros. Cool. Five. Yeah. So, Squidlings and Smash Bros. Speaking of Mies, before we go to Smash Bros, because that's obviously a huge waste of time, um, <laughs> right? Tomodachi Life came out on Friday before E3. Yes. Did they, they didn't mention it once during the entire E3 conference, did uh, they? Reggie mentioned it a couple times every time he was on camera. Okay, okay. Yeah, they'd come out and be like, what we really should be talking about is Tomodachi Life. <laughs> <laughs> he also spent like a good five minutes trying to explain to why he explained to the treehouse why he has two DSs. <laughs> and I guess one is his work DS and one is his personal DS. That's why I do it. His excuse though was, "I filled up one of my SD cards with so much wonderful digital content, so I need another one." It's like Reggie, you so know, you can replace that 3DS. two gig three. You can replace that two gig SD card for something bigger. You. Yeah, that is no, an option. But it maxes out at uh, at thirty two gigs. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a sixteen in mine right now, and I still have plenty of room, and I pretty much download everything directly to it because I'm I just don't like carrying cartridges with me. Mm. Oh, we've heard that story before. Yeah, <laughs> the great digital something. 
So, uh, anyways, I'm trying to think if I missed any games before Smash Bros. They didn't really. There was a, a trailer for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, we'll cool. we'll talk about we'll that. Yeah, that yeah. I don't. Was that the only 3DS game they showed? I think so. Wait, no, yeah, yeah, I think so. It was a very Wii U focused show. No, 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 no. They had one Treehouse of Terror where it started with an image <laughs> of the 3DS, and they were like. This is an ex- new exclusive property, and then all of you are oh, like, yeah. "Oh, this is terrible! This looks so boring." Oh, it's, it's co- code name scene. Yeah. So, is that a 3DS game? It is. Yeah. 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 There you go. That is also made by. It's made by uh, Intelligent Intel Systems. I can't remember. Uh, the same team who did Fire Emblem, and then before they did Fire Emblem, they did Advance Wars for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, it is. Kind of like Valkyrian Chronicles, I want to say. If anyone knows what that game is, pretty much it's a turn-based. It's a turn-based game like Final Fantasy Tactics or Advance Wars, but um, you have a steam meter that allows you to move within that, so you could use more steam to get closer and then do do an attack, or you can save all your steam and do a f- attack farther away. It's pretty much like your steam is how much you have in that turn, whether that's movement or attack. Uh, the main reason I don't like it at all, and they said Miyamoto was a part of this team too, and it doesn't, I don't know, first it doesn't seem very Miyamoto to me, but uh, I just don't like the art style. Yeah, I agree. The comic book style? Yeah, it's comic book yeah. set in the early 1900s, and Abraham Lincoln is in charge of this army, and you start yeah. off in London, and you have to go back to America. It's just uh, whether I don't care or the story's not the complaint. It's just really the art style, but it looks yeah. better in motion than it does in, in theory. <laughs> yeah, uh, that when they when they revealed the codenames code name steam everyone thought that we were going to get a majora's mask um, remake of that everyone rolls eyes into did. the sun <laughs> Ugh, i'm so yeah. sick of hearing people talk about that they've been waiting for that since we got the ocarina of time remake for 3DS so like, and they're never gonna get it <laughs> it's like nintendo does one remake and all of a sudden like every game in that series has to be on board for a remake. It's yeah. like as soon as we got Hoenn announced, everyone was like, "Where's Sinnoh? Bring on Sinnoh remake!" It's like <laughs> you can't wait three days before making these jokes. <laughs> well, I'll say I don't ask for a lot, but I would like a Majora's Mask remake for the 3DS. <laughs> uh, I like Majora's happening. Mask a lot. Saul, what is your take on Majora's Mask? You're the resident Zelda expert here. Uh, okay. In my opinion, Majora's Mask is probably one of the most overhyped games. Thank you, Saul. Oh, it's not a good game, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an interesting mechanic That's that, implemented I, that I would like to play again. What, mm. the, the three days thing? Yeah. The okay. reason I liked Majora's Mask over Ocarina of Time is because I felt like, and this will lead into the conversation for the Zelda announced for Wii U, I felt like Ocarina of Time, as as because it was open world, it was still very linear. It was like, I have to do this dungeon first, and then this dungeon, and then this dungeon, and then I can get my Master Sword, and then I have to do these dungeons in this order. 
give or take one or two. But like Majora's Mask, I felt like every three days I can choose my path and do whatever I want. It's like, okay, this day I'm going to go to the farm and kill the aliens. On this day, I'm going to go over here and get this mask. On this day, like there was no set order really to it, give or take certain dungeons. But Mm -hmm. I felt like it was more of an adventure and not this linear path I have to go down like Ocarina. I guess my rebuttal to that would be that every three days, everything you did suddenly stops mattering. <laughs> I don't know. To me, to me, that whole three-day thing just killed it for me, honestly. I don't know. Yeah, it was rough to get wrap your brain around that, and it was kind of stressful for some people who couldn't handle time limits. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Raise his hand guiltily. Uh, but then... Wait. So before we move away from 3DS to uh, Shovel Knight, did they announce that? Uh, they didn't. Uh, no. But when they oh, did, okay. when they did the Treehouse stuff, they covered a lot of games they didn't show in the digital event. So like Fantasy, yeah, yeah. was it Fantasy Life? The new like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That game looks so good. Um, made by Level Five. Pretty much every game that was announced last year or has been known about wasn't in the Nintendo Direct, but it was in the Treehouse stuff. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they just expanded on them there. Um, uh, what else did they talk about? But they showed. Oh man, Mario Maker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that game leaked early. Uh, um, on a lot of sites, you could see that people were speculating Mario Maker because they saw a poster for it at the at E3. Uh, they did show it, and boy, does it look way better in uh, in video than it did just listen, hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, like you hear, yeah. all right, make your own Mario course. And you're like, yeah, okay. it's a cool idea. And they were talking about how, um, how you know, like you're going to have skins for different Mario games, you're going to have versions of the sprites from different Mario games. And they're even talking about putting in versions of all those sprites, like texture packs from like the original Zelda, the original Metroid. Like, there's a lot they can do with that if they want to. Oh, so it's just a bite off of Little Big Planet. Pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, like <laughs> but, Nintendo's Little Big Planet. Yeah, and then Microsoft has Project Spark. Both of both Microsoft and Nintendo made their own little big planets this year. Yeah. What was like disappointing is that game was also 2015 and I feel like I I, I felt like that was the game that they were going to say like it's going to be out in 2 weeks. Yeah. It looks like it could be like I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's it, the the biggest disappointment of the Nintendo event was how much is coming in 2015. That was E3 in general, I felt like. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree totally, yeah. It's a little little rough. Uh, so they you know, su- it's not coming in 2015. Hyrule Warriors. It's true. <laughs> That's true. They showed that. Uh, that game looked, looks really good from when we first originally saw it at that Nintendo Direct. Yeah. So... Can just since I, I didn't really catch that much on Hyrule Warriors, from what I understand, it's uh, kind of like Smash Brothers for people who don't have any friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where I mean, but you're just like basically attacking and fighting uh, uh, enemies who are AI controlled, and you'll never be attacking and fighting, you know, real people. That, that's how single player games work, Will, yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's like Smash Brothers for people who don't have any friends. It, it, it's like all single player games. Like you just described hundreds upon hundreds of games. No, you just described Bayonetta. Because like, this has no story. Well, no, it you has don't know that. some story. 
There's a witch lady who got angry and did a thing. Well, technically, Smash Brothers has some story, too. Yeah, yeah you gotta fight the giant hand, don't you? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta fight the giant hand. <laughs> Saul, is that right? The giant hand? Yeah, Master Hand. <laughs> his, uh, his cohort crazy hand. Oh, God. Uh... Yeah, Di- uh, Dynasty Zelda looks pretty good. Yeah, Dynasty Zelda. I-, I really like Zelda, Zelda Warrior Princess going on there. <laughs> oh yeah, Zelda's playable, Midna's playable, uh, Impa's Sheik playable. from Skyward Sword, or yeah, Impa. I always call her Sheik. <laughs> That's a Sheik. different character. Sheik from Skyward Sword. Yep. Um, yeah, sure. We got uh, our first look at Zelda U, which is supposed to be uh, open world, but. Really, that whole game is totally up to speculation because we didn't get enough of any information. We do know everything we saw there was all in-engine, though, which is impressive. And Link looks possibly... Like, Link has been confirmed to be a guy, but Link looks like a girl a lot more than ever, which everyone was speculating about that for days. Hmm. Yeah. Link Link with a ponytail. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if this was one of the first Zelda games that lets you pick if your Link was a boy or a girl. And I would <laughs> Professor be... Oak's just there just, asking yeah, you. Just like <laughs> up with Professor Oak. Are you a boy or a girl? Uh, I felt like gender was such a big deal at this E3. Like, oh, yeah. everything was like, why can't you be a boy or a girl? Why does it always have to be a boy? Why is it like... There are like yeah. certain games where that matters, like mm-hmm. um, The Last of Us. Because they're telling a specific story, right? Or yeah, Tomb Raider, they're telling a specific Raider. story. But for something like Assassin's Creed or anything like that, they're not like. There's no reason why you can't be both male well, or according, female. According according to Ubisoft, making a female character is just too much work. It just can't <laughs> be done. <laughs> we have to find women to record voices. It's very we complicated. Don't even know if women are real because we haven't been out of our basements in years. <laughs> Call of Duty did put in uh, female playable characters for online play. So did they? Yeah. In a world where Call of Duty is relatively more progressive <laughs> than other games, that's funny, actually. I, 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 going back to Zelda, it's not like Link is saving Zelda to be with her. She's, he's just saving well, Zelda because she's the princess. He's yeah, just there's saving some the world. Right. Yeah, so there's some worth not at all. Like relate, like it's not romantic at all between them. Like Twilight Princess, not really. They're kind of just there. Zelda yeah, was so barely even in Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> they just stare at each other somberly a few times. She gives him the light arrows, and that's pretty much it. The only two <laughs> Zelda games I've ever completed all the way through are the um, what's the sleeping one? The Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, Link's Awakening and. Uh, what's it called ocarina of time so in link's awakening it ends where they're like oh this was all a dream and i'm not really spoilers (laughs) (laughs) spoilers for a 20 year old game game. (laughs) right so they don't end up together and then at the end of ocarina of time doesn't they're they're like kids yeah again they go back right well well technically split timeline Technically, Link likes Link likes the girl in the green hair, or the green hair girl likes him. I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, Sarah, the fairy girl, the sage. Sorry, yeah, yeah. She she goes off and becomes a god, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> to me, Link is supposed to be you because that's why he has no voice. 
So I can right. I can see them letting you be a girl or a boy. Yeah. I, yeah. I envision yeah. Professor Oak would look really good with elf ears. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Professor no, that's what Nintendo on. stresses a lot is like Link isn't like a thing, like Link is just a representation of the player. So Yeah, they actually yeah. said that. Like that's why they made him kind of androgynous looking is because he's a representation of the player and they wanted to make sure female gamers weren't discounted in that, which is cool. Yeah, I always thought like they I felt like I read an article where like the reason he's named Link is because it's supposed to like link you as the player to the character. Yeah. I felt like <laughs> maybe that was just some 4chan article, but I felt like that had <laughs> like some res. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Stop getting your news off 4chan, dude. <laughs> yeah, 4chan article. What article on 4chan? <laughs> yeah, I saw it on slash r slash b. <laughs> I saw it on creepypasta. Uh, <laughs> are, are we missing anything for E3? Uh, this has been a good conversation. Uh, quite, quite a few things, though, but I can't Mario remember. Mario Party... What- uh, got for yeah. Smash Bros. Mario Party 10 was not in the digital event, but it was talked about afterwards, which makes sense because Mario Party, like Mario Party sells itself to the people who love Mario Party. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to show that game to convince people who already love Mario Party to buy it. Well, it's, you know, people who have friends. <laughs> um, well, the, I mean, uh, I have Mario Party 2 and that's the only Mario Party I need. One of the uh, best Mario Parties. The I best can, uh, Mario Party. Three is, pr- three is pretty good. Just saying. Are you done talking about <laughs> crappy Mario Party? No. Because <laughs> I was going to say, we can track the moment where I broke uh, Logan's heart when he was like, everybody's excited for Amiibos, and I was like, I don't need more crappy toys around my house. I'm not excited for Amiibos. Yeah, like, everybody wants the Wii Fit Trainer action figure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much of I'm going to bleep myself here for the first time. Do you know how much of a show it's going to be for Christmas when those stupid things come out? Oh god. Like you thought Skylanders were bad to find. Oh. And I I think Dis I don't know if Disney Infinity was ever hard to find, but I did No, cuz no one likes Disney. <laughs> I did. Well, Disney probably also has a budget to produce 2 million yeah. at a time. Yeah. But when I went to try to find Skylanders, it was like being in a jail fighting for the last piece of cornbread <laughs> on the table. Like, you, you already knew. <laughs> I just watched Orange is the New Black. That was where my analogy I was going to say, yeah. Say hi to Laverne Cox for me. It is. Uh, I'm like, you know, one of these figures, and I don't know which one they're going to do it to. Probably not Mario because they're going to overproduce Mario. Yeah, but yeah. one of these figures is going to be impossible to find, and it's mm-hmm. going to be over eighty dollars on eBay because Christmas is coming, and of course everyone wants to have the whole collection as soon as possible. Oh, it's going to be Wii Fit Trainer, man. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Wii Fit Trainer. No, you know what it's going to be? Charizard. Yep. No, nah, Charizard. They haven't shown Charizard yet. They he's, they've he's, only shown ten of them so far. Yeah, Pikachu, mm-hmm. uh, Villager. Pikachu. Was... Pikachu, Villager, Donkey Kong, Link, Mario and Peach, Wii Fit Trainer, Samus, Yoshi. I would be surprised if it was Samus. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Samus is kind of the coolest looking one of them. <laughs> That's just me, though. But, yeah. Uh, what's What was cool about these D23 
these figures, or I mean, they said it. So let's. I don't know if they're actually going to stick to it, but they did say that these figures will be used in more games than just Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. They, they like. Well, well, they said amiibo in general, not just like these figures. Like later on, they could produce more like amiibo things. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they like slid in Mario Kart Eight at one point. They were like, "Yeah, the they said they'll work for Mario Kart Eight, uh, Mario Party." Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Captain Toad. That's another game we didn't talk about. Captain Toad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Those are the four games they talked about that would use Amiibo. Which makes me really excited because I wanted Mario Kart DLC to be announced. Yeah, and while they while they didn't announce it, they did pretty much say we're making an update for Mario Kart, so we're not done with it yet. Yeah, I mean Japan's yeah. getting the Mercedes Benz DLC, so yeah, which is really <laughs> cool. That. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, so Amiibos is cool. If you want, I, I'm assuming these are going to be like twelve to fifteen dollars a piece. They're way more. I felt like they're way more detailed than the Skylanders or Disney. Oh yeah, but those were just prototypes we saw. So I, I actually. I'm expecting them to go higher than what you said. Oh, really? Probably more, probably more expensive, like $20, $25, probably. Mm, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, but I'm expecting that. I hope that they what do... A waste of money. I hope that they... Wow. I hope if they do, like, three packs, like, put Donkey Kong, Mario, and Peach in, like, a three-pack. I get yeah. that, yeah. Um, they also... Uh, Adventure Toad, Captain Toad. I like Adventure <laughs> Toad better. I always, like... I always called them Adventure Toad, but Captain Toad <laughs> Treasure Tracker, I think. Yeah. Treasure yes. Hunter. Uh, that it's, game it's looks like re- a little like uh, like a Mar- Super Mario 3D Land type little like figure out a little puzzle type thing. Yeah. And you can't I, jump in that game, so you can't jump. I don't know. I, I don't know if that that that's a system seller, but nah, I felt like when not. I when I saw it, I was like, this is going to be a day one purchase for me. Because <laughs> I'm a big fan of puzzle games. Yeah. Uh, we're probably missing a bunch of games. Uh, there was uh, Star Fox shown during the Treehouse event. Well, not they really. They didn't show it. They, they, just, they were just like, we're going to make a new Star Fox. Yeah. See you next yeah. year. Uh, they showed Project... Project Guard. Guard. <laughs> and then Project Robot or whatever. Project Giant Robot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you look in, uh, so these are, those are the three games Miyamoto's working on, that and Star Fox. Apparently the cameras in Project Giant Robot have the Star Fox logo on them. In Project Giant, <laughs> you mean? Yes. And if you read the, the New York, the Times article about these games, at the end he talks about how people compare a lot of games to movies, but he wants these games to be more like TV shows. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So there's, and and he kind of mentioned it during the treehouse, like how they're trying to make all these three games work together. So yeah, I yeah. think they're all just like, I don't know. Star Fox was always kind of like that though. Like Star Fox sixty four. At one point, you're you you're in the air wing, and then you're the tank, and then yeah, different directions mm-hmm. to go in. Star Fox Adventure. You're just hanging out with furries. <laughs> Star Wars Adventure, you're wishing you were playing a better game. <laughs> do you see a lot of furries on your secret feed? Uh, do I, no, I like pictures? No, posts from them. No, I don't. I do. My secret feed is a bunch of secrets from Washington DC. 
And when he says a bunch of secrets from Washington, D.C., what he actually means is just the script of House of Cards over and over. <laughs> uh, not quite. Uh, I wish it was that. Uh, and then finally, I think we can... I don't know, is, there, is there much more to talk about, about talk about in regards to Smash Brothers? Uh, Palutena and Pac-Man got announced. Yep. Which, I don't yeah. understand why this Kid Icarus chick was announced. She's cool. I don't know. More female characters, more power to they, them. They, they did announce her in a cool uh, anime sequence. So that yeah. that is true. That is true. I'll give them that. Uh, Pac Man, I thought was going to be the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, same here. But Pac Man looks pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I called Pac Man and Smash Bros like a year and a half ago <laughs> when they announced that it funny? was going to be co-produced by uh, Namco Bandai. Cap- yeah. He. Uh, he fights with like the class, like classic games. Like he has like a uh, Galaxa or whatever that game's called. Gal- Galaga. Galaga. Yeah, yeah he, Galaga ship, which is amazing. And then he has like he like shoots out the ghosts, but the ghosts are eight bit, and he's not eight bit because he's like that weird Pac-Man adventure <laughs> Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, he's the PS2 Pac-Man. He's not even like the new one because the new one has like blue eyes. He's the old PS2 Pac-Man, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he he like he throws out fruit like the old like Pac-Man eight-bit fruit. He shoots out the ghost. He's got the Galaga like tractor beam. He's got yeah. something with the race cars. Yeah, yeah. From uh, what the heck's that game? Oh, called? Uh, pole position. Pole position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pole position. I'm going through Namco Museum games in my head. <laughs> Does he have anything from Dig Dug by any chance? Because Dig Dug's my jam. Oh, Dig Dug's the best. Yes, <laughs> I know his I love his, his up his up B. <laughs> He turns into like a, like the eight bit type thing, like just the mouth. But he's still a three D model. He just turns that's into like funny. the mouth thing, and that's his up B. That's really funny. Oh yeah, I guess I should mention I went to. Uh, did anyone else go to like the Best Buy Smash Brothers event? I did. Anybody? I did. I did yesterday. It was it was fun. How I long did, did you have to wait to play? Uh not that long because I I went to the one yesterday, which is the second one. So more, I feel like more people went to the first one. I think it was like. A, once it actually got started, it was only like a 20 minute wait, but then we started to go back again and do it again, but it was going to be like an hour long wait. And so we said, no, we're not doing that. Because what they did is they had the guys with the 3DS version tethered to them in the line. So you could play the 3DS version while you were waiting for the, um, the Wii U version. Oh, that's so smart. I got, I got plenty of it there. I, uh, I tried out my usual mains on the 3DS version. There was Kirby and Pikachu, which both play pretty much the same. Yeah. And then I was Greninja in, in the U version, which is harder than I thought he'd be. Greninja looks like a really fun character to play as. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was just my 3DS version, but that's all I got to play because they closed the line to the Wii U version because it was so long. Oh, wow, that sucks. Yeah, they closed it like two hours early, and they were like, we're not, we're, we're not letting anyone else in line because the lines, like, everyone's been waiting like three hours, so we're not going <laughs> to add to that. Um, right. But when I played Greninja on the 3DS, I... I looked at the Nintendo rep, uh, who was the same Nintendo rep at Midwest Gaming Classic, so I know him pretty well. But I was like, down B doesn't do anything. And he was like, yeah, it's a development build. <laughs> <laughs> See, you actually got uh, Nintendo reps with the 3DSs tied to them. What we got was a uh, an old biker dude who looked like he was from ZZ Top, who looks like he's been working at the same Best Buy for about a thousand years. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about Nintendo. I know there's a Mario. I'm pretty sure there's a Pukachu. He called Pikachu Pukachu. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just sort of went on his way. 
Yeah, that's like that uh that video Conan O'Brien did where he quote reviews Smash Bros. Yes, on YouTube, so good. <laughs> yeah, as I was uh, as I was playing because the I don't was yours the the speed run or the smash run whatever it's called Jay. Uh, I don't think so. It was a two minute match. Okay, ours was like they told us we could only do like the smash run or whatever. Oh, okay. So like I'm trying to like try out moves with Greninja and because it's a smash run just like things are just coming at you. Right. She's right. like leave me alone. I just I don't know what his moves are yet. But then I have like all these like 14, 15 year old boys like standing behind me going like, "Oh man, that sucks. You just oh, you got hit. Oh, you need to play better." And it's just like <laughs> God, I hate Smash Brothers people so much. Just leave yeah. me alone. Uh, I hate 14 and 15 year old boys so much. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's like I why are you judging a stranger? Just walk away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the coolest thing about the Smash Fest was, I don't know if it's the coolest thing, but I thought it was really cool on Nintendo's part, is they gave out these coupons for $20 off, like pretty mm-hmm. popular Nintendo games. I think it was Tropical Freeze, 3D World. Uh, that was only valid for Smash Fest, but like it was, and I think it was $30 off a of Wii U was one of the coupons. And then, like, See, we didn't get the game ones at mine. We only got the other uh, console ones. Oh, which really? Is weird. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. But like, isn't that? Like, it's like such good marketing. Like, you wait all this time in line to play Smash Brothers, and then when you walk out, like the next table over was like, here's a bunch of swag, and here's a coupon for thirty dollars off a of Wii U or twenty dollars off a first party Nintendo game. It was like, yeah, these are legit coupons. <laughs> yeah, no, that was really cool. Uh, no new Pokemon announced for Smash. No Jigglypuff yet. No Ness. Saul, give us the deets. Where are they at? They'll be there. I, I, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. No, what? All the classics will be there. I, I need my Ness. Ness, N-E-S-S, from Earthbound? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what that is. Did, did they announce... Mother 2? Did they announce Game & Watch? Or did they just yeah. show him aside Pac-Man? Game & Watch was in the Pac-Man video. So is that official then? He's he's in the game. I think I would take it that way. Yes, it was kind of vague. Like I don't think they actually showed gameplay no. with him at any point. No, no, they didn't. Sort of no, they didn't. Uh, like it said, Pac-Man was Pac-Man hungers for battle, and <laughs> then it like zooms out and Pac and um, Game and Watch walks in and it's like 1980, and then yeah. like Mario and Donkey Kong probably was like 1981. Okay, so, so like, you know what's gonna make me bark is the fact that I owned. A game and watch <laughs> when I was in elementary school, like second and third grade. You're probably I the coolest the, uh, kid in elementary school with that. I, ha- I had the flagman. No, because everybody had them. Really? I thought they were expensive. Uh, not in Hawaii where there were a lot of Japanese import things. All right. Wait, wait, I mean, wait let's we're, back we're up. T- you were in Hawaii for elementary school? Yeah. What? That's awesome. In, in like 79, 80. Yeah. They had well, boats back then? <laughs> I took an airplane. <laughs> they had a very large catapult and they just <laughs> let it go. Either way, I had the original Flagman Game & Watch game. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, I think... Uh, man, that segment went on longer than I thought, but it was good talk, so... Uh, we're not going to top that E3 conversation because, unfortunately, we have to talk about Pokemon now. But we will do that right after <laughs> our break. Uh, 
And we are back from our break to talk about ORS. O A R S. O M G O A R S. As a loyal Pokemon podcast listener, listeners, as you all are since you've made it this far into the show, ORS is the correct pronunciation. No ORS. ORS. No, ORS. I respect That doesn't make sense, though. You don't say Omega, Alpha, Ruby, Sapphire. You could, though. Some people you do. Say, you could say Omega and Alpha, Ruby, Sapphire. Just... Heart, Soul, Gold, Silver. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> fire, Leaf, Red, Green. Fire, fire, Leaf, Water, Red, Green, Blue. It makes sense. Yellow. Uh, so, t- so, <laughs> so during... Oh, before, before we go into that, uh, this is episode 148, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, Pokemon Podcast, It's Super Effective, is taking a podcasting hiatus after episode 151. So 151 will be our last episode before we take a break. I know it's 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 sad, uh, but we're going to take anywhere between a month to three months. Uh, time to is... Ten years. <laughs> one month to ten years. Uh, we're going to not record uh, for a couple of reasons. One is to... Uh, Give the time a little, give us a little time to revamp the show, maybe different format or something a little more unique so it doesn't get stale. Uh, Two is uh, I actually want a life, and believe it or not, podcasting (laughs) takes up quite a bit of that time. Usually, when we record and then cut and edit, that's pretty much a whole evening, several hours. And so, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. What we're gonna do to come back though is we're gonna do a Kickstarter. And I'm not sure what our goal yet is, but really we're going to do a Kickstarter to raise money uh, to get everyone some new equipment, uh, better microphones, pop filters, pretty much so so the show sounds a lot better. Uh, It will also pay for website hosting, podcast server fees hosting. The reason why we have all 150 some episodes is because we pay for online storage. Sometimes you see podcasts that only have like the last 10 episodes. That's usually because they're using... Uh, like a service like um there's a whole bunch of like podcasting services that are like f- air quotes free but they only let you keep the last 10 episodes up or they only give you like two gigs of space so um yeah we're pretty dedicated on giving you guys our whole catalog even though the first like 40 episodes are god awful i need to uh, dig back <laughs> and hear the first one i was on just so i can shake my head at myself <laughs> Uh, Every, uh, everyone has to listen to the first like three episodes at least once. Oh man, they're it's they're like experience. they're like comedy shows to me. They're so good. <laughs> uh, so uh, help raise money to pay for server fees. Really, if I could, if I could pay like two to three years out and just have it set in stone, that would be sweet. Uh, so there's, I mean, there's places where the money will go. Really, just to make the show better. Uh, so that's. That's the goal with the Kickstarter, and then, of course, bring you a better show come the fall. Ideally, we'll be recording when Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire comes out. Yes! That is the goal, and we'll have more more details about the Kickstarter coming soon. I know one of the rewards will be an exclusive episode for Kickstarter backers. I don't know what we'll talk about. Maybe the Safari Zone or something that's not news-related. <laughs> something funny, at least. How much we hate Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> we'll just do some uh, voice acting for some fan fiction. <laughs> we'll just yeah, read perfect. fan fiction for... No one would pay for that. 
We'll do dramatic reading of the awful first couple chapters of Shattered Gemstones. <laughs> uh, but uh, during the Nintendo digital event, I almost forgot what it was called. They <laughs> showed a new trailer for Pokemon o- Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. That is on our site, PokemonPodcast.com. It's also on every Pokemon site. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about two minutes long. And we also got a bunch of new artwork that uh, that the press sent out, including the Hoenn map and uh, the Nintendo or not the the, po- the Pokemon Twitter account tweeted Hoenn confirmed at one point. <laughs> uh, so that was all very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to cover here, so let's start off with uh, Groudon and Kyogre do not have Mega Evolutions. They do not nope. have regular evolutions. They have primal evolutions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the whole primal thing isn't really a new thing to Pokemon entirely, because um, for, for anyone who played the, uh, the Mystery Dungeon games on the DS, there was uh, Primal Dialga in that, who's kind of the same deal as these, where it's just sort of reverted to this form that's so leaking with power that it just can't control itself, basically, and that's kind of what they're going for with these, I think. Right, because the primals are bigger. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, oh, yeah. Bigger. they're, they're way twice bigger. As, twice the size. They're made to look like they're just overflowing with power, kind of, because like you know the lines are much thicker and they're more glowy, kind of. I don't know. They're, they're cool. I, I I like both of those designs a lot. I like I like uh, Alpha Kyogre a lot. I can't remember the Jirachi movie, and I'm not trying to get off topic. But is Groudon in the Jirachi movie close that's to Primal? A, that's a he... fake Groudon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a. Also, that's a horrible movie, so let's stop talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> I couldn't remember how he was introduced, but I know they were like, this Groudon isn't real, and I couldn't remember why. It's like the single worst Pokemon movie. No, 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 no. Not the single worst. Well, no, there is the man. Do we movie. have to get into this again? Rachi <laughs> is the worst movie. Done. Move on. Oh, God. We can agree that the Darkrai one's the best one, though, right? Darkrai. Duh. That was good. That was not, not best, but that one's good. Yeah. I like Deoxys the best, because Deoxys. Yeah, watching, yeah. Uh, I feel like this conversation happens every episode. Uh, it does. So they showed Primal, Groudon, Primal, Kyogre. I would only assume that we're going to get a Primal Rayquaza at some point mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. So these are meant to be like a de-evolution thing? Kind of. Right? They're just they're like reverted ancient forms, kind of. Yeah, so, so Primal Rayquaza is just going to be like a superior. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I noticed in like just going over to the map for a second, which I I don't like the map that much for uh, the redesign map for Hoenn because it looks really angular. But um, there's this like blotch of black sky up near the top of the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yeah. Which makes me think there's something going on with Rayquaza. Like Rayquaza is gonna be more involved, and there's gonna be like dark Rayquaza or something. But yeah, because that's so, not where Rayquaza is. No, Ray- no, Rayquaza is much closer sky to the bottom. Yeah, the Sky Tower. Yeah. Yeah. What is that up there? Yeah, I really, I that that map, like everything's just way too straight and angled. Like I don't know, it reminds me of the in-game map to a link to the past. For some oh reason. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's that same, just everything's very vertical and horizontal, and I don't know, I don't like it. But it's still a good region, so it'll be fine. Oh, that water, wars. Mm, mm. They did. They did add some like land routes, like around Tutopolis. There's kind of a big area of rock that never existed before, so it looks like they're trying to add more land routes in some spots. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't understand why the uh, the Elite Four section is covered in clouds. Mm. Keep right? a secret. 
their little island, but it's not a secret. We all know they're down there. Maybe it's the big <laughs> five. Maybe that's the twist. <laughs> so, I don't. I I did play. I believe I played Sapphire back in the day. Um, I can't remember if uh, what actually happens, but with these primal Pokemon, I would imagine that there is uh, the story is going to be quite different. Because obviously that wasn't in the original Sapphire back in the day. No. No. Uh, and the only difference, at least, uh, both these primal Pokemon have new abilities. If you go to Pokemon.com, they have like a splash page up for uh, uh, Ruby and Sapphire. But uh, primal Groudon is ground fire instead of just ground. Yeah. So we know that at least. Also, Will, I think you're forgetting where the Elite Four are in Hoenn because it's not covered by anything. They're right there. Wait a minute, aren't they in the lower right-hand corner? No, you're thinking of the Battle Frontier from Emerald. Well, I play Emerald. I don't play other games. <laughs> I like <laughs> no, how you say right there, and this is like, no one can see you point. <laughs> all right, all right. In the map, there's these two giant cloudy blotches near the bottom of the map. At the Battle Frontier, if they do bring it back, which God, I hope they do, that'll be on one of those. So it'll the, be under uh, the clouds, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's pro- that's gonna be somewhere around there. I hope they bring oh, it back. Oh, okay. So the elite four is over there. Yeah, it's up like above next that. to Sotopolis. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, so on the far left? What's right. the island that's under the reflection of the sun? What? Oh. See how there's like that white sun spot? Oh, that's is weird. It? And then there's an yeah. island below it, and then there's clouds below the island. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's that's sunspot. Maybe that sunspot's blocking where the uh, the battle frontier is. I don't know what that island is though. They showed some screenshots, and of course people took the new screenshots and found them in the old games to compare. It looks like secret bases are coming back. God, yes. <laughs> the secret bases, if, assuming they can like do street pass stuff with the secret bases, that's going to be so much fun. That's what I would assume that would that would be. No, happening. it won't, because I never get any street passes. Well, that's your fault for being... <sighs> for living in the nation's I capital? I took... <laughs> Apparently, I, I took my 3DS out with me, Tomodochi Life, to get some street passes. Believe it or not, no one in any bars had their 3DSs on them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very disappointing. It kind of I was in Las Vegas. I was in Las Vegas for my birthday. I actually street passed two people in Las Vegas <laughs> who had been playing Pokemon X. Really? In the yeah. casino, you were you were just gambling away, and <laughs> old man next to you was like, "Hey, man, nice street pass." <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't see the street pass until I got back to my hotel room. But yeah, I got street passes. I'm assuming like walking down the Vegas Strip. But yeah, yeah I guess that would make sense. Uh, they did announce a solid release date for for these games. It's going to be Friday, November 21st, a week before Black Friday, which apparently yeah. isn't the worldwide release date. I heard. I'm not Europe's sure getting it a week later. Yeah, Europe's... Yeah. I'll just get for Europe's breaking the, street dates, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Europe's the only exception to that. And uh, there's Europe a lot of... on punishment, yeah. There's a lot it's, of speculation of why that is. Some people think it's just because of import laws and that stuff. Some people think it's because they broke street date last year. <laughs> um, I want to lean more with them breaking street date. But, yeah, that yeah, sounds great. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like, to me... They did a worldwide release. They know how to do it. It's uh, they, I, I see no reason why not to. 
besides punishment. I, yeah, I don't know how their stores work uh, because I've, I've talked to a lot of Nintendo reps. And for example, if Target, which sells a lot of Pokemon games because they sell a lot of games in general, um, mm. they had last year, they had Pokemon X and Y out on their shelves early. And I was like, oh, this is great. All I got to do is find a Target rep that doesn't know anything about video games. They're going <laughs> to open the shelf, sell me the game. I'm going to get it like three days early. Perfect. Um, unfortunately, I didn't find a Target rep that was that uh, clueless to sell me the game. But when I was talking to a Nintendo rep, and most all areas have Nintendo reps to go to Targets or Walmarts or GameStops to make sure the Nintendo games are in the right place and blah 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 he was explaining to me that even if they tried to like ring the game out it would it would block them and say there's a street date on it yeah Uh and they would need a manager override to like they would need a manager override to override it and if it is overrode it does notify the company who set the street date wow which is then Hmm. of course a lawsuit because nintendo knows you sold it early yeah um so that that makes like, and they were saying how like Target puts like Target doesn't like to leave empty spots. So because there was spots for X and Y, because they were expecting it, that's why they filled the spot, and that's just what Target does. Um, but I would imagine other stores are like that. Uh, when I worked at GameStop, it did yell at us that street dates happened. I worked at GameStop a long time ago, but uh, you could just say okay and just go on. I'm assuming that was back in like 2005. So I'm assuming that for GameStop that has been fixed. But my speculation is I don't know if Europe has those rules in place and because they don't, that's why they're getting it a week later. Yeah. Because they can't prevent street day because a lot of people in Europe last year got that game early. Hence yeah. The spoilers. Mostly in like France, I feel like. Yeah, France, France was a big one. I think I think some people in Spain too. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember Spain, yeah. And then we only had the one guy in Canada get it early. <laughs> Yeah, the Instagram guy. The Instagram guy. And yeah. uh that store that sold him that store that sold him the, the copy was like a ma and pa. Like it wasn't like a mainstream game store. From yeah. from what I remember. I think you're right about that. But that store no longer exists anymore because Nintendo sued them and they didn't have enough <laughs> money to pay the lawsuit. Oh that sucks. <laughs> that really sucks. <laughs> uh okay. Uh what else do we have for these games. Steven's back. He's got a Mega Charizard, which makes no sense. <laughs> Why does it make no sense? He likes Because he's... He, yeah, well... Yeah, but there's Mega Evolutions that make more sense. I don't know. Just give him a Mega Aggron. He already had an Aggron oh, originally. Wow. Yeah. They could have debuted uh, Mega Metagross with him. Yeah, that's that's the other thing I was hearing a lot. Is he that, a uh, Metagross kind of guy? He's a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does have a Metagross. He has a Metagross, yeah. He has a Metagross. Is that an like Agron. his? And I'm, I'm I'm familiar, and I'm only asking. Uh, is that like what was his like lineup? Because he's like the he's like the the he's a champion. Oh, is he just the champion? He's not like you don't battle him every like three gyms. No, you in Emerald you get to do a double battle where you team up with him at one point. But that's in Emerald, not it. in Emerald, he's not the champion. Though. Yeah, in Emerald, after you beat the champion, you can go into a mountain and find him, kind of like Red in uh, in our Cold and Soul Silver. He's just hanging out in a mountain. But so yeah, that, that's his only like that's his only role in the game is just to be champion. He's just like that fairy chick in X and Y. 
Yeah, he he gives you an item a couple times. You know, he just has kind of the usual champion routine where he just gives you items sometimes and is just there at the end and you can fight him. But uh, but he he always had like a kind of steel based lineup. Like half of his team is steel type, and then the others I think were all ground type or partially ground type. Okay. I just, so I just he, went to his page on Bulbapedia. He has a Skarmory, Cradley, Claydol, Armaldo, Agron, and a Metagross. Okay. And, and a Mega Charizard. It all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> my, my guess is that maybe like you'll fight him a few different times throughout the game and he'll have a different Mega Evolution each time or something. I, I, I feel like that's a possibility. I don't know. Just because I know he's studying Mega... Like They say he's studying Mega Evolution in the new games, which, yeah, he likes stones, so it makes yeah. sense. Well, well, that's the reason he stopped being champion, right? Because he wanted to go study stones. Pretty much, yeah. Never Isn't was. his last name Stone? Yes. Yeah. God, that's so corny. I know. <laughs> um, so, uh, when we, when I put, published this article on our site, which was June 10th, uh, it said, at, at this point in time, there are 28 Megastones identified in Pokemon X and Y. And the next day, they showed Mega Sableye. Yeah. Yep. And with a giant cool. uh, 20 rupees. I really like that. And all TCG players rejoiced because I feel like Sableye is the most loved card in the trading yeah. card game. Junk Hunt. Well, that <laughs> one Sableye. <laughs> yeah, that one Sableye, yeah. No, um... Well, the one that broke the format. A yeah, there was ago. the one that broke the format where you could win on turn zero guaranteed every time. <laughs> I'm curious how many more Mega Evolutions will because I I think they did Sableye partially because that's a a Sapphire exclusive and its ver- and its counterpart in Ruby is Mawile which already has a Mega Evolution. Oh okay okay. So oh, that, that's okay. probably why they did that mostly. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, uh, the, and also because it's just cool. The thing I saw the most was people freaking out that he that Sableye might lose the ability Prankster, which mm-hmm. that's, yeah. I guess that's the only reason people use Sableye. Is Prankster? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he used to have no weaknesses, but then they took that away when Fairy Tail was introduced. Yeah. So maybe his Mega Evolution has no weaknesses again. Is that possible anymore? Is uh, there a combo that has no weakness? Uh, isn't Probably s- only. Isn't Spirit Tomb still no weakness? No, because no, Spirit Tomb is the same type. Uh, yeah. Dark and Ghost. I saw some people speculating that because in the trailer it showed it like hiding behind the giant rupee yeah yeah i saw people speculating that it could have like stance change oh yeah, oh, yeah. that makes sense like uh what's that the sword pokemon yeah he just slash. slash. master sword <laughs> <laughs> sword and shield yeah uh that would be cool mm-hmm. is there so gen 3 is the most mega evolutions at this point yeah, because they also had the starters. Uh, well, Blaziken already had a Mega Evolution, but they have Mega Swamper and Mega Sceptile now, which both look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Mega Swamper. It looks like just a giant tank of a frog. <laughs> I love him. I can't think of any Gen 3. Like it, sounds, it seems like Metagross might get one. Yeah, yeah. So we have Mega Agron, Mega Manectric, Mega... Oh, a lot of people were saying... Um, in the trailer, you can tell um, the leaders of Team Magma and Team Aqua, Maxi and Archie, both have Mega Rings, which probably means yeah. like their signature Pokemon might get Mega Evolutions, which are um, Camperupt and Sharpedo. Both, so possible Mega Evolutions. Both, for both those of those sound amazing. Yeah, right? Mega, uh, Mega Sharpedo sounds amazing. Mega Camerupt does not. <laughs> uh, you don't know. You might just turn into a giant pyramid or something. 
<laughs> I could see that actually. That's kind of cool. It's a good idea. It's legit. Totes legit. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones off the top of my head. Mega Banette. There'll probably be. Well, no, I was gonna say there would be a Mega Dusclops because Banette is uh, exclusive to Sapphire as well in uh, Ruby and Sapphire. But we have Dusk Noir for Dusclops, so maybe that doesn't need that. Uh, okay. As and Jay being our resident Hoenn expert here, resident guy who actually likes Hoenn. Yeah. Uh, are there there are Gen One and Gen Two Pokemon in Gen Three? There's some. Yeah, I think. Gen 3 might, excluding black and white, I think Gen 3 had the next largest bunch of new Pokemon, but there's also some old Pokemon in there. Because I, I feel like they showed a catching a Pikachu right away. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe Raichu's going to get a Mega Evolution. I feel like... Mega yeah. I've, I've, it's I, like... Even though that was our April Fool's joke, I feel <laughs> like Pikachu Pikachu's line needs a Mega Evolution, right? That only makes the yeah. most sense in the world. Yeah. I, I, I can I can see that. <laughs> they would probably like pull a fast one and just be like, "Nope, Mega Pikachu." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that'd be so weird. I would love to see like a Mega Persian. Mm. There's like a lot of old Pokemon that just need a Mega to like remind people that they still exist. Mega Corsola. Who remembers Corsola? <laughs> mega Remoraid. Oh, yeah, there gosh. you go. Mega Octillery. Mega. Um, mega Huntail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mega yeah, Huntail and Mega whatever the other thing is. Corvus. <laughs> Corvus. Yeah. Corvus. The two, yeah. <laughs> Mega Ninjask. Sure, why not? <laughs> Mega Zigzagoon. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know if, we're, if I'm missing any information here that they announced. Oh, they also showed in the same thing as the starters, they showed Mega Diancy, which was kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first Gen 6 Pokemon, Mega Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. which it's looks like Magica Magica. I feel, yeah, like, I feel like Gen 6 and Gen 5 and 4 have to be in this game. Like, you can't yeah, release a new game game after Gen 6 and not include any of these Gen 6 Pokemon. My guess is the Safari, because there's a big Safari zone in Hoenn, my guess is that's going to have a lot of ones from the newer games. Probably. I don't know. No, I think it'll be like they did with Black and White 2, and they'll be like, oh, we've had a lot of Pokemon migration, so now all these Kalos Pokemon are showing up here, and yeah. they'll just be sprinkled around the region. I'm just saying, with uh, with Heart Gold and Soul Silver, that's kind of how they did it. Is they put all the Gen Four and Three Pokemon in the uh, the Safari Zone mostly, and a little bit in other places, but mostly the Safari Zone. They could take Friend Safari to the next level, mm. and because there is Safari Zone actually in this game, like instead of having a eight by eight patch of grass, everyone could have a unique Safari Zone. That would be really cool. I hope they don't get rid of the existing Safari Zone. I like that Safari Zone a lot. Well, it'd be Dude, the same. It'd be the same layout. The it'd be the same layout, but people would have a lot more exclusive Pokemon instead of just three exclusive Pokemon. Right, right. I get you. Yeah, no, that that could definitely definitely be cool. Uh, other than that, uh, did did any of the Treehouse stuff talk about Pokemon? I don't know if they did. I don't. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so now. I don't know if I don't think Reggie ever mentioned anything about Pokemon either. Reggie doesn't seem like a Pokemon guy to me. Not really. No, but he sucks at Smash, so <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, let's see. Got nothing else. 
Nothing else, really. Pokemon Art Academy? Is that something? Uh, they did. I feel like they, they did show Pokemon Art Academy during the Treehouse. They showed a bunch <laughs> of kids badly drawing Pikachu. <laughs> um, which we're supposed to get that game before Christmas, I think, as well. I would assume we would get it before uh, Ruby and Sapphire just to uh, hype up. That'll yeah. Be, like, it would make no sense to release it afterwards because you're releasing it after Black Friday and you're releasing it before Christmas. But at that point, if a kid's going to only get one Pokemon game, yeah. it's obvious of what they're asking for. No one's going to be like, I want to draw Pikachu instead of catch a Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, let's actually, uh, move right into Pokemon of the Week. I don't think we need to take a break. Let's we're do it. Trucking along here, yeah. uh, to honor the Pokemon of the week, week, last week, which was Mega Mudkip. Uh, this <laughs> week, it is going to be Mega Christmas Tree, uh, which is Sceptile, <laughs> the forest Pokemon. Uh, the forest Pokemon... Do people like Trico? Is Trico popular? Uh, Grovile, the second evolution, is really popular, but no one really particularly cares about Sceptile or, or Why Trico. Why is Grovile popular? Because he's cool! I don't know, he just looks like a cool, like, greaser. Like, I don't know. Uh... He's also a really good character in one of the Mystery Dungeon games, so, so there's that. So it's like the opposite of Chespin, where everyone hates the middle evolution but loves the other <laughs> What? I love the middle evolution, he's so round. <laughs> no, I like it too, but everyone's like, oh, how could you? Yeah, I really know. like round things. <laughs> I love circles, man. <laughs> it's like that Pokemon episode where they're like, identify this shape. Oh, it's a Pokeball. Oh, it's an Electrode. No, it's a Jigglypuff from Seen from Above. That was probably one of the best moments in, uh, in <laughs> this anime. Uh, let me yeah, read something about Sceptile here. Uh, Sceptile is a jungle Pokemon. The seeds contain nutrients. I believe those those are the things on its back, uh, yeah. which are said to be able to revitalize trees, Christmas trees. It is capable <laughs> of le- leaping freely from branch to branch. When while it has the ability to slice down thick trees, it is known to care lovingly for plants in the forest. This Pokemon regulates its body temperature by basking in the sun. <laughs> so, a forest lizard that still likes sun, like desert lizards. I like Sceptile. He's a cool guy. Yeah, this is like the first time I've looked at him for more than three seconds. Yeah. He's pretty decent. So, yeah, he's alright. Are there any other grass dragons? I don't think so. Ah, uh, this no. is yeah, when yeah, this is the first one. Mega evolves, he turns into a grass dragon. I love that so type. Four times weak to ice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one uses ice moves. Vanillux, no one uses that Pokemon. <laughs> Vanillux. Just give your uh your your mega swamper like an ice punch or something. Yeah, you can give an ice move to any water type and most <laughs> people do. Uh the Sceptile has boss speed, 120, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is a special attacker with a 105. Regular attack is 85. Uh huh, that's yeah. weird that special attack's higher. He's got those big leaf blades on his arms. You'd think physical would be his thing. Uh, at one point, he was in the anime. It looks like. Oh, well, yeah, Ash had one. Anime, yeah. Oh, Ash one had one. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that was one of the generations where Ash only had one of the starters because May had a uh, Torchic. Did Max have uh, the last one? Max didn't have anything. Brock had a Mudkip. Oh, okay. 
So Max, the- Max had his own thoughts and sadness and wishing he was a better character. <laughs> That's what Max had. Well, he so, was like like uh, Clement's little sister, right? He was exactly. too young. Yeah. Uh, okay. He, he just tagged along. So Septile was the wannabe Charizard in the anime. Yeah. No, I, I like Ash's Septile. That 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 season ended with a really good battle between his Septile and May's uh, Blaziken. That was a good fight. Hmm. Don't spoil it because that does sound interesting. <laughs> no, spoilers. I don't remember how it ended, so I can't. <laughs> no spoilers for ten-year-old anime stuff, please. Yeah. Uh, Septile was also in Zoroark, Masters of Illusion, Illusions. If anyone saw that movie, I did. I, I like it a lot. Was he in it? Is this, is this confirmed? Uh, I don't remember seeing a Septile, <laughs> but I'm sure if Bulbapedia says it, it must be true. It says in the opening <laughs> scenes, so it was probably in that. The world of Pokemon. Exactly, right? <laughs> they, just they just show up. 20 Septiles running through trees. Wait, hold on, hold on. They actually, um, Bulbapedia has it separated out by actually being in the movie and being, <laughs> um, being in the uh, uh, intro only. So hold on. Let's do a little search on our buddy, and there it is, and intro only, Sceptile. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, Sceptile has the highest speed of any non-legendary grass types. I'm hmm. assuming Shaman hmm. is the one that has... Uh, Verizion, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sceptile is the only fully evolved single-type Hoenn starter. I think mm-hmm. Blaziken yeah. has f- fighting, and yeah. Mudkip has ground. Yeah. Yep. Notice I said Mudkip and not... <laughs> yep, I'm used to it by now. <laughs> Mudkip's the only Pokemon that matters in that line. Uh, in Generation 6, it gets uh, Dragon-type, and Sceptile, blah, blah, blah. Sceptile is the lowest HP base stat of any fully evolved starter Pokemon. That's why I hated the one time I tried to start a game with one. <laughs> it has the highest base stat of any full, fully evolved grass starter type. Base stat total, sorry. And it is the lightest fully evolved grass Pokemon. Yeah, that's because it's competing with Venusaur and Torterra. Yeah. These things are like <laughs> rocks. I'm actually surprised Superior isn't lighter. He's just mm, Superior's s- big, though. He's well, big snakes are pretty heavy. Yeah, Superior is a huge snake. A cool snake. <laughs> so many. I, I miss we called it Smugleaf. I think I named mine Smugleaf in game. I forgot. Okay. What was it? Smugleaf water and. Fire yeah, Smugleaf uh, water pignition. and I... pignition. Pignition. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. <laughs> uh, so good. Ah, uh, shiny Sceptile is pretty sweet. He's like a lighter green like a turquoise green i'd say it's like light blue but not not a bad not a bad he's like mint green he looks like a um for alligator basically oh like for for alligator's base color yeah Mm. yeah 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 i can see that is there moves that he should know is like is leaf leaf is leaf blade better no leaf blade's physical no yeah leaf storm leaf storm it's all ash uses in the anime everything magical leaf Magical leaf. Uh, dragon breath. Grass knot. Grass knot. Uh, vine whip. Tackle. <laughs> Dodge. Sand attack. In the anime. Dodge it. 
Uh, you know, Grass Whistle has a pretty solid 55% accuracy. <laughs> Can't go so wrong I mean, with that. Oh, it, splash. Can learn uh, Grassy Terrain. Isn't that a new move from Gen 6? I don't actually know what that is. It's uh, it's like where they... Uh, let me, here, I pulled it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it makes the terrain grassy. It, oh, uh, I see <laughs> Grassy Terrain that restores the HP of grounded Pokemon by 1 16th of each turn. And increases grass type moves used by a grounded Pokemon by fifty percent. Uh, oh. The terrain fades after five turns. Uh, That's so, cool. I think it's just Pokemon touching the ground, right? It doesn't. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to. What's that like? In root or whatever. You don't have to do that. In grain. Yeah, in grain. Yeah. In root. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. pretty cool. Like fifty percent's a huge boost. Yeah, there's a, a couple yeah. of terrain moves that were introduced in, in Gen 6, like Misty Terrain is another one. Yeah, I like the terrain moves. I don't know if if they're viable in competition or, like, to me, they just seem like Trick Room, except different. Yeah, there were three of them, weren't there? It was the Grass one. There was the Petal uh, one, wasn't there? Like, no. Misty Terrain. Misty, Misty Terrain is the Fairy one. The Fairy one, oh, and there okay. was an Electric one. Electric Terrain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are pretty cool. Do we all have like what Pokemon are we picking for these new games? What starter are we going with? Mudkip. Mudkip. Tough call. Mudkip. I, I've got to because Mudkip was what I went with the Sapphire. I always go with the same one I went with originally. Yeah, I did Mudkip and Emerald, so I might actually do Sceptile or uh, uh, what's it, Trico. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I think I'm going to do Mudkip, but. Truco might be okay. But the only reason I'm not doing Torchic is because I already have a Torchic. Exactly. Yeah, because you already did the whole Mega thing. Mm. Yeah. I'm assuming that my bets are that we're getting Beyonce uh, as our special download <laughs> Pokemon. Like how we got Torchic last year. Oh, yeah. Like the I launch event thing. Yeah, the launch event Pokemon. It's like, buy it, and then the next 14 days, download... 14 days. It was like two months for torture. Yeah, it was super long. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's yeah, Septile. I'm definitely... Septile's yeah. cool. I could see a Diancy event, you know? yeah. Yeah. Do, do we know when we're getting that movie? Japan hasn't mm-hmm. gotten it yet. They get it in July, don't they? I think so. Mystery yeah, think Cocoon? So, yeah. Cocoons of Diancy? Diancy and the various things that are happening. Like yeah, I don't think there's ever going to be another uh, Pokemon movie in the theaters anymore. So it's just whenever <laughs> Cartoon Network throws it up on the schedule there. Yeah, and then yeah. Netflix sucks it up after. Which I'm okay yeah. with. I like that movie event. Like, just, would they have it for two days, one day? I think it was two days, but I don't know. My theater was pretty packed when they showed uh, Zekrom and the magical <laughs> Golurk. <laughs> I was not Zekrom and the various other things that happened <laughs> that, that movie could have just been called Victini and Macarons <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was so cute uh, that's awesome well let's uh, let's wrap up the show we've been talking for two hours except this podcast will probably not be two hours because I have to cut everything Jay said out god <laughs> I knew what was going to happen <laughs> Uh, that's what I get for canceling last week isn't it (laughs) that's right Uh, Jay where can they find you 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Extreme Salsing, which is kind of my uh, my social media of choice. Uh, you can also find me at HeyPoorPlayer.com, where uh, I've been writing reviews, new stuff, a lot of E3 coverage going up there. You can and uh, actually, we've had a really big influx of new people there recently writing for us, including Pokemon Podcast Zone Kenny McKee, and uh, also Ayla from uh, who people will know from the community, and also uh, Don Rockobo on Twitter, who Pokemon Podcast people might know as a member of that community. And uh, they're all doing really cool. We also have the Hey Poor Podcast, which I host, which uh, Kenny hasn't been on yet, but will probably be on the next, next episode. And Ayla was on the one that we recorded last night, which will probably go up around when this goes up. So check all that stuff out too, because that's really exciting. We've had a lot of new people there, and it's been really exciting to see the boost in uh, in stuff going up every day. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Saul, where can they find you? You can find me on pretty much any social media under the name Theezy Wolfenstein, T-H-E-Z-W-O-L-F-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. I've gotten compliments on how uh, all my social media is the same name, so I was pretty happy about that. Saul, how did you feel about the new Wolfenstein game? Good? I didn't even look at it. (laughs) (laughs) People think my name has to do with Wolfenstein, but really, it doesn't. It's just a dumb name I made in German class from Zwolf, which meant 12, but I just used it because it sounded cool, and uh, then I added Enstein to it because it sounded more German. Oh. There we go. I just wondered that, actually. Everyone just thought you loved Wolfenstein. (laughs) Yeah, I always (laughs) think that, too. I've never played a Wolfenstein game before in my life. I just love killing Nazis. That's what I thought. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Perfect. Are you still doing your Diablo thing? Yeah, on YouTube, yep. Diablo's still going up. Um, when this goes up, probably I will already have started a new series. So I'm going to be playing uh, Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. That's oh, a pretty cool very game. Cool. I was hoping that game would come to PS4 because I have not played it yet, but uh, I might be holding out for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I got it on Steam sale last year. So, Is it your first playthrough? No, I played it back in December when oh, okay. I first got it. But it's been like six months since I played it, so. So you're gonna be like, "What? I I forgot this <laughs> happened." Yeah, <laughs> probably gonna be a lot of that. But awesome. yeah, so that and Diablo is what's going up on my channel right now. Cool. Perfect. Uh, Will. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr at uh, stabinate the speaker all one word dot com, and that's where I post uh, a lot of selfies. And screen caps of people complimenting me on my eyes. <laughs> Selfies? I'm going to have to go follow that. Oh my god, I'm the king of the selfie. <laughs> yeah. I want to make a collage of just every selfie of you in your car that you've posted every day. If, if I'm not posting five <laughs> selfies a day, I'm probably dead. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's in a selfie coma. Um, <laughs> I'm still on the uh, Mario Kart bandwagon. Uh, yes. So if you are on Wii U, you can add me. It's dragging a lake, just like my Twitter name. Uh, same thing. So uh, usually Monday nights are our big race nights, and Friday nights are also pretty good. But we try to kick it into gear every night if possible. Except Tomodachi Life, Tomodachi <laughs> Life, whatever that game's called, uh, is pretty good. It's like yeah. it's like the Animal Crossing of 2014. I, I did yeah. want to say <laughs> too. If people want to add me on Tomodachi Life, uh, my QR code is uh, square thingy, white <laughs> dot, black dot, two white dots, black dot, white, two black, two white, 
uh, Will, four, is, it, huh? is, my, is my me still rocking that awesome dog outfit? You're still in the dog outfit. I have two people yes. in banana suits. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning into a PBS show on your island. Yeah. James Morris, who is one of the people, who, I think, who contributes to the site, tried to date my mom, and I told him no, and now he just walks around with a rain cloud. <laughs> you crushed him. Crushed. Well, uh, dude, he's gay, so <laughs> I don't want him dating my mom. Man, if that game allowed for... Uh, gay marriage. My town would be booming right now. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, you can find me on Wii U and Twitter, Dragging a Lake. Uh, the podcast is at Pokemon Podcast, as always on Twitter. Uh, PokemonPodcast.com. Get your news there and whatnot. Let's see. We're on Facebook.com slash PKMNCast. Uh, almost up to 3,200. I think we're four or five away. Um, also, if you listen to us on iTunes and haven't left us a review, please do so. We need 11 more reviews to hit 400 reviews, which is pretty cool, I think. It's a lot of reviews, I guess, because you guys are awesome. Also, we are on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Pokemon Podcast, I think. I don't know. Just type in Pokemon Podcast. You find all our stuff there. But uh, That's how I, I found the podcast. I just Googled Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> Who owns this Pokemon Podcast domain? <laughs> um I do upload my Mario Kart replays there just because we only do like one thing a week and it's an audio cast on there. So if you guys are bored and want to watch minute replays of baby Rosalina hitting things with green shells, hey, we got some of those too. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't use my own YouTube channel, so there's no point in me adding anything to it. So you remember that one video of you and Aaron like karaokeing an Eminem song? Yes, that video has oh been God. pulled down. That was that was ba- that was my J of regret, but I think I I think I wrapped that song pretty good. I still have it. It was a good video. Good video. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, see that that should be your Kickstarter exclusive. You <laughs> Everyone can see me rap Eminem. <laughs> That's a good exclusive. Thirty dollars. Will, will, will the real steal it, Steve Black? Please stand up. <laughs> please stand up. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you guys for being on. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super effective. <laughs> Fantastic. Morning, dude. Or it's afternoon. The morning show. Yeah, we're doing the morning show. It was morning when we started. It's now 1.30. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs>